And did your cat <laughs> open the door and flip you off? I was gonna say that's what it gets for opening doors. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that cat. This is actually another one that doesn't open doors. This isn't the raptor. Is it the new the cat bird, that opens gray. doors? Yeah, Panzer, the youngest of all the cats. You named your cat after a tank? That is awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. You know what else is awesome? I just farted into my Is that what that was? I thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought you talked too close to the microphone and just split it. Welcome to another Beer and Loathing podcast. My name is Edem. I'm joined by Sam Sly and our good friend Noel from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hi, Noel. Hi. Hey. I feel like this is the first time in a while we've had some Grand Rapids on the show. It seems like we're always doing uh, Colorado again. Yeah. Is that true? I think that is pretty true, actually. I'm trying to think. I mean, unless you count Mike Biddick. I wouldn't know because I never listened to you guys. <laughs> and that's why we had you on here because you have no pretense at all. Hmm. So ever. Perfect. Well, fun story about Noel is we've actually had him on the show about three or four times before this. And every time there's some sort of technical difficulty, which makes the recording <laughs> unusable. So uh, I'm knocking on some wood right now that that doesn't happen this time because if it does, I might just give up. Indeed. Yeah. What are you guys drinking? You know, uh, guest first. Uh, I've got uh, two beers open here. Had a boy. I've got uh, a can of '98 Problems. It's uh, like a West Coast IPA from Perrin Brewing Company. Very and nice. and I've got a uh, 2015 KBS. Oh yeah. Uh, it was it was bottled uh, almost a year ago. I have some of those 15s sitting in my uh, my cellar, which is a, a box next to my bed. Well, I bought two of them when it came out, and they've been sitting in my basement collecting dust, and I figure this might be uh, as good a time as any to crack it open. So. You bought just two bottles? Or like you bought two four-packs? <laughs> two bottles is all I could get my hands on. So. Really? I managed to get more than you, and I live in goddamn Denver, Colorado. Yeah, listen. I didn't try that hard. Okay, I was sitting in Telluride last year when the uh, the first sale went on, or when the tickets went on sale to buy the beer, and everyone in the condo was like, "We're going skiing. Get ready. Get going." I'm like, "I can't. The tickets go on sale in like five minutes. I'm refreshing my browser in the fucking condo, dressed head to toe in my snowboard gear, and everyone's like screaming at me, telling me they're going out the door, and I'm like, "Whatever. I need to get this beer." And I fucking got one ticket, which has kind of been the the par for the course the past couple of years. I always buy a ticket and then split the hall with my sister. Nice. Well, I uh, I didn't care that much to to wait and try to get a ticket. I just went to my liquor store, my neighborhood one, and, uh, when they first released it. I looked for it, and they're like, I, I didn't see it on the shelf. And I asked the guy, he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, we're only selling those to regulars. Uh, I convinced him that I was regular enough to get a couple of them. So. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Where where were you shopping at? Do you do a uh, cap and cork? Uh, no, it's a place up on Michigan. What's it called? Uh, oh, little 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 known place called Siciliano's. No, Grapevine. Oh, Grapevine. That's 
I thought you were being coy. No, that's that's Lake Michigan. Oh. Am I- oh yeah. It's been a while. <clears throat> I forget these things. No, this is uh, right up by Plymouth and and uh, Michigan Street, right by where I work. So. Oh, I've been in there. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. They usually carry some pretty good beers, actually. Yeah, they have a pretty good selection. They're not the cheapest place around, but they got a good selection. Um, and uh, pretty soon here, they're going to have uh, Vandermills right next door. Oh, really? They're building a, a actual like location for Vandermills in GR? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is going to be the second location, so uh, Vandermills Cidery. So. Do you like cider? Uh, I will, yeah, it's okay. We went to a cidery out here called Stem Ciders for, uh, it was part of a brewery crawl we did for a friend's birthday party. And I ordered the grossest sounding one on the menu just because everyone like that read it threw up in their mouth a little bit. It was a coffee infused cider. Hmm. And it, that sounds really good. Uh, if you like coffee, yeah, it was probably really good. (laughs) It was, uh. It tasted just straight up like coffee, but it was really tart and kind of sour, like just the sensation of sour because of the the uh, cider. And it, I mean, I drank it because I drink gross shit all the time. But everyone else I gave it to, like it was fifty fifty split. People either like that's fucking awesome or that is foul. <laughs> A coworker of mine was telling me he had some uh, cider that was dry hopped. Yeah, they make yeah. that out here. Yeah, I was like, oh man, if I if I do cider again, I think I'm gonna have to dry hop it. Yeah. Dude, Vandermill does a dry hop cider that I see in beer stores every now and again. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm gonna have to check this place out. I don't know when they're gonna be open, but it's gotta be before summer. I mean they're really close. They're in the uh the old uh uh West Side distributor uh building. Oh no shit. Yeah. Well glad to hear they're repurposing another booze related building. Yeah, I'm also glad they closed down a distributorship. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Right in their butts. We're serious. Uh, Pete, what are you drinking? Uh, wow, perfect timing. I just finished my PBR. <laughs> Moving on to something a little less classy. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Blackout Stouts. Blackout Stout by Great Lakes Brewing. Very nice. That's. And I was looking at the date this was bottled on, and it was bottled on... Three sixteen fourteen. Shit, nice. that's almost two years old. Yeah, and I was also looking at the description of it, and the first paragraph ends with "Our Russian Imperial Stout with a hearty malt body and bold hop flavor." And I was like, "No, it's not going to be hoppy anymore." <laughs> yeah, that bold hop flavor might be a little muted. Yeah, I do like Great Lakes, so. <sighs> yeah, I don't even remember the last time I had a KBS. So here goes nothing. Oh shit, dude! This was actually bottled in 2013, and the best fresh date is 316. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so awesome! Oh fuck, this is gonna be a trip, boys. So I'm gonna go get a glass. I gotta drink this proper. Yeah, you do. Proper yeah, glassware. I think I might need to do the same. I'll be right back. Oh, you guys are so prepared. Well, uh, I feel like the odd man out since you guys are both drinking dark aged beers, whether or not they're supposed to be aged or not. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I have a trio of hoppy motherfucking beers in front of me. I uh, Right before we got started, I finished off a Modus Mandarina from Ska, and now I'm working and almost done with uh, a regular Modus Hopperande from them, just their IPA. 
And on deck, I have a giant bomber of Ninkasi's special release Hop Cooler Citrus IPA, hmm. which I am really excited to try. Those all sound delicious. Yeah, they are. Well, I don't know about the Hop Cooler. That'll be this will be my first time trying that. But uh, I bought this one because Ninkasi makes awesome beer, um, and two. I'm actually looking at the price tag, and I didn't notice it in the store now. It was six dollars and two cents for a 24 ounce bottle, which I was... I see now why you emphasized on the two so strangely. Yeah, it was. I didn't realize that when I bought it, and it's like a seven percent alcohol IPA. So I'm excited to try a beer that's not twelve dollars for 24 ounces or something. Yeah, you. I probably asked you. At the this a thousand times but did you ever try that space yeast one? Oh yeah i definitely have tried that a couple of times i got a bottle of that myself and then we had it at one of hannigan's bottle shares i brought some of the bell's planet series and then he brought that so we had kind of a mini space theme bottle share and then i think i had some at the big beers festival in Vail because i know i went to their booth and it was towards the end of the tasting, and I was pretty lit. And I was like, I want to try your barley wine, but first I got to have some ground control because you can't say no to Space East beer. And the lady's like, whatever, dude, just drink this shit, please. <laughs> and go away. So, yeah. But no, it's it's really good. I mean, you wouldn't know it was yeast had been sent into the into whatever, the stratosphere, outer space or whatever. It's just a really good, sweet, robust stout. Or Imperial Stout, I should say. And it's got a few other weird flavorings, and I can't remember what they are off the top of my head, but it's very good. Awesome. Yeah. I was actually thinking about drinking a Neptune tonight. It's been sitting... I want to age it a little bit longer, though. I want to do, like, next July or August, pop that open for a podcast or something. We opened Neptune at that beer party, and honestly, I don't remember it. If Ellen's listening, she's the one that sent it to me. I'm sorry. I don't know if... I'm pretty sure I enjoyed the Neptune, but I don't remember. <laughs> that'll happen yeah so we all got some good beers you so guys I do are have, drinking out of proper glass what were you gonna say i do have one more of these kbs's i was gonna save it for when i brew uh i want to do a clone of it Ooh. and uh, i was gonna compare do a and, side uh, by side. yeah and then I, I have a i have a what is it what was it a bolt cutter you still, still have one of those dude yeah. i just I just opened mine uh, back in like September and, and had oh, it. It's fucking great, man. It was really good. Yeah, I think I was waiting for like their twentieth anniversary. So that's next year. Is it? Yeah, it was uh, released in 2012, and that was their fifteenth anniversary. So mm-hmm. my math yeah, ain't that right. bad. That's gonna be next year. Yeah, next November. Hold on, hold on. I'm checking that math. <laughs> <laughs> You're an engineer, Noel. Oh, yeah. Math, math checks out. We're good. All right, good. I'm glad your four years of college calculus stands up to my failed semester of college pre-calc. Well, it, the, it took me the longest just to find pen and paper. So. <laughs> oh, you don't use an abacus? You are uh, low well, tech. It's actually pencil, just in case I make a mistake. That's that's good. That's, that's always the way to do it with math. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I'm thinking now you did a really bitchin' clone of Dragon's Milk before I even moved out here. That was a lo- you still lived with me. That was a long fucking time ago. And uh, I remember we did the side by side, and I picked out your beer as the one I liked over regular Dragon's Milk at the time. 
Yeah, I think theirs had more of a, like a vanilla flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think we appreciate it as much. We were uh, young and stupid. Well, you know, I don't think I'd appreciate it now. Um, I mean, yeah, we didn't enjoy it as much. Where mine, I don't think I put anything vanilla. I don't think I put like vanilla extract or anything in there that would give it that flavor. Um, so it was really just a huge, big ass stout that was uh, faux bourbon barrel aged. Yeah, it tasted bourbony, but appropriately bourbony. Yeah. So one of these days, I'll either do that or I'll do a KBS. Mm-hmm. Because I'd rather do KBS, and then when people like freak out about it every year, I'll just be like, "Whatever, I have a whole case of it sitting in my basement." And <laughs> people be like, "What?" <laughs> and then their dick just blow off like a rocket. It'd be like, "Well, it's something that's close enough." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is certainly hype. Uh, speaking of people freaking out, uh, uh, segue alert here. Um, we do, we do. <laughs> Noel, uh, we, me and him were talking the other day. And he pitched this Thrillist article to me that he wanted to discuss, and I was fully on board with it. It's the craft beer trends that need to stop. Okay, before we do this, I'm going to crack my craft beer, and then I'm going to pull that article up. But I, I want to see if this even has carbonation. Yeah, let's see. I'm not going to lie, it didn't it sound like it. it did. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's uh, Stout, so that's true. They're not usually too heavily carbonated. This KBS was not heavily carbonated. It was just a tiny amount of head, but I think that's appropriate for the style. I think. Yeah, so. this says this says like quarter, half inch ahead. <clears throat> as long as there's no straw coating in yours, it's probably. If I was good. beer advocating the shit out of this. Do you read Beer Advocate, Pete? No. Okay. Neither do I. <clears throat> I don't. I totally gave up on that site, dude. After I read some of the reviews, and I'm like, "What the fuck are these guys talking about?" It just sounded like elitist bullshit. <laughs> You're making up things to describe the beer right now. I, I I will agree with that, but I will frequently use that to find out whether or not I should buy a beer, because I found that just the rating is pretty spot on because they have so many people rating it. Yeah. Like, if I go and see if uh, like an IPA that I haven't had before, like I'll pull it up on my phone real quick and check it out. And um, they're they're pretty that's active. The, that's a good use of it though, because you're getting like sort of a Metacritic review of it, like a really quick one. Like, is this beer shit or is this beer good? If you have like 500 people and they all rate it low, you're like, okay, well I'll avoid it. If it's all high, okay, I'll get it. Yeah, yeah, because I mean. Uh, I was over at our buddy James's place, and uh, we went to the beer store, and, and he he pointed out a, a brand of beer, and I looked at their six-pack uh, IPA and pulled it up, and they're like, world-class. I was like, hell yeah, let's try this IPA. <laughs> sure sure shit. Uh, yeah, man, it was fantastic. I don't even remember what it was. Ballast Point, I think? Yeah, I love Ballast Point. Oh, yeah. Well, so does everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm one of many. No, they just got yeah. bought by Constellation Brands for a billion dollars, so they they have to be all right, I guess. Nice, but anyway, they just started distributing in Michigan not too long ago. That's what Colorado. I, that's what I use uh, Beer Advocate for. Yeah. Pretty good, and I believe that's the proper use of Beer Advocate in my book, at least. So, guys, I was just scanning this article, 
And uh, all of these trends are quotes from somebody from uh, either in the industry or that writes a blog. So this wasn't like put together by one dude at Thrillist who's like, you know what I think? Here's what I think. These are actually all inside opinions, which to me makes this even more interesting. Yeah, well, I think the guy who put it together is still a douche. <laughs> I, think, I think it was a girl, actually. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Treating canning as if it's a big deal. Actually, I don't. I don't know if that's a girl. It's a, the name's Lee. It's unisex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One way to find out. It's L E E. That not. It's a dude. Okay, that's a dude, Lee. Yep. Dude, Lee. All right. I'm glad we solved that. Dear Lee. Wow, I'm not even going to attempt that last name. So, treating kidding as if it's a big deal. Bree Slower. Anyway, canning is awesome. I know. I think canning is great. I love canning. I'm drinking canned beer right now. I am too. I'm drinking canned and a bottle. Um, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of pros to it, and I think that should be acknowledged. And if you don't like it, then Go fist yourself. Well, the argument here is that they're treating canning as if it's a big deal. Like, oh, no one's ever done this before. I don't know. If, I I can't tell if they're arguing. You're arguing with or against this whole thing here. So why the fuck does that need to stop? Because one dude says that people are treating it like it's a big deal. I, I don't think that that should continue. That's stupid. I, I'm yeah. I'm trying to read through the whole quote there, and I. Crappy not, selections well, at chain restaurants. But here's, I think it is a big deal. And let me give you my two cents. Let's hear it. There's a lot of benefits to canning. One, it's uh, more envi- environmentally friendly because aluminum is super uh, recyclable. It's cheaper to transport because it weighs less than glass. Uh, it's more friendly for uh, like tubing trips. And for pool parties, because you don't have a breakable glass, it's safer to drink. It's easier to drink on the ski mountain. Yeah, I'll say that much. I don't bring. You can shotgun cans. You shit. You can't shotgun bottles without a shitload of glass in your mouth. Yeah, your digestive tract gets ripped right up, and then you're shitting glass shards, and that's just no good. Yeah, trust us. Okay, Sam and I have done this before. Yeah, they they stack a lot easier. Preach. Yeah, you can play Wizard Staff with fucking cans. You can't do that with I've never played Wizard Staff. I've heard about it, but I've never played it. Wizard Staff is a really fun game. Pete, next time you come to Colorado, we should play. Absolutely, I'm totally... We, we should play with the strongest beer we can find. We, we, <laughs> I know there's a couple places that do barley wines in a can. We should just spend like 200 bucks on as many cans of that shit as we can buy, get a couple cases, and then play Wizard Staff. And then record a podcast after it. Fuck, record the whole game itself. I'm pretty sure that's going to be pretty awesome by the time we're trying to put yeah. like the end of the staff on after like our six, 12% barley wine. So I don't, I don't know what this wizard staff is, but is it anything like a wizard sleeve? No. Uh, kind of, but not really. So you get a bunch of cans, and you every, for every can that you drink, you stack it on top of another can and tape those two cans together. So you have one can, you drink it, you drink another can, you stack that can on top of it, tape those two together, drink another one, stack it on top of the two cans, tape it to the two cans, you know what I mean? And then it just gets bigger and bigger. So by the end of it, you just have like this 
it's basically who can drink the bigger dick, essentially. I mean, it is very, very penal in. in it's very phallic. Yeah, phallic. Thank you. That's more the word I was looking for. Well, if you guys do this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, my condolences to you, Pete, because I'm sure Sam can drink a bigger dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna dignify myself with a response. <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing anyone can say. Just that was really good. That was really good. When you're right, you're right, son of a bitch. <laughs> I've seen it. So, All right. This these, next, these, are, these are stupid, dude. Crappy beer selections at chain restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Drinking local beer just because it's local. Uh, I don't agree with that one at all. Uh, fetishizing IPA freshness. I don't think that's really a thing. I mean, people Apparently, like to drink IPAs fresh, but who wants to drink them old? They taste like shit. Yeah. I I I'm I'm going back to the drinking local beer just because it's local and that's like I don't that's a trend in everything that's not just beer everyone's like buy local do this local jerk off local it's I don't think it's that's a trend a bad though. I don't think it, yeah it doesn't need to die that's for sure it's and and people I don't know like I think I think we might be we might be a little bit spoiled in that though because. We have a uh, both in in Colorado, uh, Sam, and in, here in Grand Rapids. We have a lot of awesome local breweries. That is true. So, you know, if if you were in some shithole town where you had like one crappy brewery, all right, I don't I don't know if I'd support that. But... I, I guess I would I would I'm hearing what you're saying, Nolan. I would take this to like five ten years ago in Grand Rapids when there weren't quite as many breweries. Like you know, we still had good ones back there. But a uh, place like Schmoes, where people... Oh, like, my God, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. I love bashing on that place. I do, too, man. I, but, I mean, they just... Really, their beers are so... Maybe just not Schmoes. <laughs> What's that, Noel? It's unfair at this point. I don't even, I don't even want to acknowledge Schmoes. Yeah, really. Honestly. I can't believe they're still in business. Me, too. All right. So, yeah, drinking beer just because it's local. Yeah, why not? Let people drink what they want. I guess my stance way, still is people want to drink what they want. Fucking let them drink what they want. Speaking of local beers, this is, uh, well, I mean, Great Lakes is in Ohio, but this is fucking great, dude. This, like, two-year-old beer is it, so good. It was an imperial stout, not a regular stout, right? Yeah, it's a Russian imperial stout. How, how strong is it? Uh, 9%. Dude, that shit ages well, usually. Isn't it Great Lakes that does the Edmund Fitzgerald? I believe yes. so. Yeah, that one's a freaking super awesome beer, too. Yeah, that's really, really good, too. All right, guys, I got to get your take on this one. Beer with off-the-wall ingredients. Coming from a state like Michigan where we have Shorts Brewing Company, which is oh. that's their MO. I mean, is that really a trend now, or is that just people are starting to realize that's what's out there? Um, Why not? No, like, man, why? I don't. I'm gonna. I don't see this as a huge trend, but you guys know my brewing style, and I don't use a lot of off the wall ingredients. Like, very, very rarely do I do anything that's not, uh, uh, you know, just barley, water, hops, and yeast. So, you know, this. I, I don't see it. Maybe um, there are some people I know who brew who always do crazy stuff, and I don't get it. But if that's what you like, man, I'm 
I don't see why you have to hate on it. I don't see why this, these guys have to hate on it. I feel like this ties in perfectly to that Ninkasi beer, the ground control that was brewed with yeast that had been sent in outer space. I don't know if they're speaking directly to that one or, you know, that kind of idea, but I mean, to me, who cares? I mean, I think that's fucking awesome. They actually had to try it twice. They got yeast into this, like, deep freeze type capsule and launched that shit out into orbit, and then it came back. They actually retrieved it. The yeast survived, and they brew a beer with it. That's just fucking gnarly awesome. That's badass. <laughs> I, know. I mean, like, if, if you're looking at brewing as, like, an art, I mean, why not see where you can take it? Why not see what kind of weird fucking style you can get? Like, like Biddick was talking about, like, blue cheese IP, like, blue, what was he saying, blue cheese IPA or something like that? I like don't that might remember. Be, that might be the next trend or something like that. I was like, that would, I would try that. I mean, like, why not? I think it's, I think it's kind of cool. Like if that's somebody's art and you know, that it's led them to that, then whatever. It's not that big of a thing though. It's not, Uh, I guess overall looking at this crazy shit, but I don't really think it's looking at this article. I I mean, I don't read anything Thrillist puts out. They've suddenly tried to become like the craft beer. I don't want to say experts, but they've been trying to really get in on the whole craft beer media frenzy, and they publish some of the most stupidest fucking articles about craft beer. And I'm starting to think this is definitely one of them, even though it's all like opinions taken from people that are beer writers or beer brewers of some sort. I mean, some of these topics are just stupid. Price gouging for popular beers. That's not a fucking trend. That's been going on for a couple of years. I mean, yeah. It's called capitalism, dude. Yeah, that's called the stupid black market. Of trading and all that shit that's and mules and i don't know i'm slightly buzzed and my ranting abilities are not good to start with anyway a reduction in the quality of craft beer is that a trend are there people no that that one pisses me off because all right these are trends mostly a trend is something that's general that's overall and it's driven by it's driven by like a choice of some sort People are, you know, to me this is saying people are consciously trying to reduce the quality of craft beer, which that is, I mean, yeah, people are making bad beer and people are supporting it because of the maybe drink local thing or they just don't know better. But maybe instead of reduction of quality of craft beer, maybe we should increase the education of people drinking fucking beer instead of, I don't know. Then getting caught up in the uh, hype is dumb. Hold on. So let's go back to that real quick. Um, the first paragraph in there in the reduction of quality of craft beer they say uh, uh as sad as the number of breweries has expanded to its highest level ever the quality has fallen it would seem many are putting more effort into opening their doors rather than making sure that their product they're serving is the highest quality so um let me take you back to two specific examples um here in east town was harmony brewing and uh elk yeah. Um, when both of those breweries opened, um, I didn't get a chance to go to Elk, but I heard that their beer was mediocre at best. I actually got to go there right around the time they opened. It was within several months. It was on one of my trips home. And uh, granted, I was with Alex and Tiny, and it was the last bar on a, like a bar crawl, so like I was pretty tuned up. But I remember being underwhelmed. And then, and Elk was kind of the same way. Um, I went there, went there shortly after they opened and, you know, it was good, it was good beer, but it wasn't anything spectacular. There was, there was a little bit of, um, I I don't even know. It's just, it wasn't real sharp. 
you know, the beers I had. Nothing stood but, out. Yeah. Um, you know, going back, I, I have been to Elk uh, at, about a year or two after they opened, and, um, or excuse me, to uh, Harmony and, and to Elk. And I'll tell you what, both of them have made drastic improvements. Um, Harmony, Harmony is making some good quality, solid beers, and so is Elk. And actually, Elk's opening up a, a second business. So my, my point is, I think when some of these guys open up breweries, you know, they were probably fantastic home brewers, but when you put them in front of a large-scale brewing system, you know, that's kind of overwhelming. And so I think it, it probably takes some of these guys a little bit of getting used to and kind of getting their feet under them um, on a large scale system. So, yeah. um, you know, that, that might be part of what this whole thing is about. You know, I think you really got to give new breweries a chance to get their feet under them. I, w- I agree with you. Yeah, it's getting your chops. And I mean, even since I've moved to Denver, I mean, and we've had 20 something breweries open in the city of Denver since I've moved here. Or something ridiculous like that. I think they were just under thirty, and now we're approaching fifty or sixty. It's something retarded. Um, and all, all I know is there've been breweries that I've tried. I'm like, oh, that was bad, or underwhelming. And I'm like, I'll give any brewery a year or so, whatever, grace period, and I'll go back and try it again. And if they haven't gotten their shit together after a year, then I'm gonna call it a wash. But there was one brewery, our mutual friend, who I had some of their beers when they first opened, and. Oh. Same thing like elk. It was it, they weren't bad, but there wasn't anything that jumped out at me. I'm like, ooh, damn, these guys know what they're doing. Nothing like that. I go back a year after that. You know, they're approaching their two year anniversary, and I'm like, holy shit, these guys have got their act together. They're making really good beers. They're doing some badass sours. They're doing some wilds, and they all do like all Colorado ingredients and stuff. I'm like, okay, okay, that just continues to prove my point in my in my mind. I'm never the one that's like trying to beat this down on other people, but I still have always said, give breweries at least a year or so to sort their shit out. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess that that was my point, is that it takes some of these guys a little bit to get the, that massive scale. I mean, things change, and it's not every, not everything scalable. Um, on the flip side of that, Schmoes needs to shut down. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn this. I'm, this episode is gonna be titled "Fuck You Schmoes, Go Away." Just a giant black and white middle finger. That's exactly what I was thinking in my head with a schmoes tattoo on the finger. Make sure you post it to their Facebook page if they have one. I don't even. I don't even want to give them the PR for it. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> the PR of like the three views they get, not even fucking. And, with and by three more views than they get. By by PR, I mean personal re- revolt. I get. All right. So the next one was uh, getting caught up in the hype of certain beers. Sorry to steal your thunder, Sam. No, that's cool. We need to move on. I I don't understand what this one is, to be honest with you. Oh, actually, I do. KBS, man. KBS, for sure. Uh, I was... Uh, yeah. I was going to say, and I've been in the middle of this hype on several occasions and written about it, is uh, Pliny the Younger. <laughs> like, Pliny the Elder's got a fucking crazy hype on its own, but Pliny the Younger is, like, a whole other level of it. And... Uh, I think it's a good beer, don't get me wrong, but it's not like you need to stand in line and all the shit they're talking about here. I don't know. The thing is, we as, and I don't know if it's just 
the human race or Americans or what it is, but we get caught up in the hype of everything. I mean, think about concert pre-sales. Think about movie pre-sales. Fucking Star Wars. Uh, that's like saying don't be like everybody else. And I just don't see that's how that's going to work. I guess I, my, me personally, I don't get caught up in the hype about it. You know, I did get my K, first KBS here in, in years, but, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't go too far out of my way to get it because as a home brewer, you know, I could just brew something myself that's close enough. Um, but, you know, I'm not butthurt about people standing in line for KBS, man. It's an awesome beer. And if you want to do that, it's more, that's fine. You know, it's more than just the beer that, that, the reason these people are doing it, yeah. you know, it's, it's a cult. It's a, it's like a, I don't know, man, it's a culture and that's fine, dude. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome to see founders having a line of wrapping around the block for people to waiting to get the hands on their hands on some beer. That's awesome. Some Good dedicated motherfuckers. Yeah. And I, and I'm proud of them. <laughs> I'm proud of them to have it uh, be in my city, man. That's awesome. I love seeing it. Shit, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That one that one, you know, I don't I don't care about that. I'm scanning through these. We don't have time to do all these, but I'm scanning through these and the only one I really agree with is the hard soda that doubles as beer. That trend is already just gotten out of way control. Like Isn't that uh malt liquor though at that point? I don't know, man. There's I don't pay close enough attention to know what the arguments are for and against it, but they're talking about shit like not your father's root beer, Coney Island root beer. And now, not your father's is making not your father's ginger ale, which is uh, going to be a hard ginger ale, and it's uh, yeah. I just view that as like malt liquor and not so much actual beer. I, know, it, I guess part of me thinks that people are overthinking the fact that that's a trend. I guess I don't know. I don't. I, I do I, agree with sexist beer labeling though as well. well yeah, I've that's. I didn't even more. need to go there. I mean, like, yeah, if you say no yeah. to that. I'm pretty sure we've, we've talked about that on. I'm pretty sure we've talked about that on separate episodes too. Like, <laughs> Jesus, those those yeah, we beer did. labels were basically porn. Yeah, right. And then this Norman to... Miller makes a really good point. If your beer is good, you don't need to objectify women to sell it. No, I actually follow uh, Norm on uh, on social media. He's he's a good guy, and he's got a pretty good grip on stuff. That's I mean. I agree with all that shit. We need more dick pics on our beer label. Yeah, exactly. You know what? That's uh, what we need to do. Yeah. Level the playing field. Even the even the the pendulum out here. Let's get some dick and balls on here for the ladies. You ain't you know, a man if you don't suck a dick. All right, so guys, let's let's start a brewery, and it's all to... gonna be pecs and biceps and like fucking beefcake. Dick butts. Dick butts. Dick butts. <laughs> Sounds like a Rick and Morty episode already. <laughs> Great shot. <laughs> Uh, all right. I, I think we should move on from this article. I'm getting all fired up for a thrillist article, and I hate thrillist. No, Fuck this we we got we got like what five or ten minutes, Pete. Uh, yep. So I I think we should still give Noel the usual treatment we give all of our other guests, and uh, give him some would you rather's and some good news, bad news questions. Let's do it. And the the one in Noel, honest to God, I was gonna oh, ask what. what? Oh, I said it wouldn't be a podcast without it, so let's do God it. Goddamn right. So I was going to ask this from the get-go, and then it just so happens you opened a KBS. So would you rather 
squeeze Scarlett Johansson's boob or get a case of KBS? Case of KBS. For real? Let's pretend you're not married and have yes. children. You'd still pick the same. Squeeze a boob? Scar- Scarlett Johansson's boob. Not just a boob. Scar Joe's. I've got my own boobs I can squeeze. Again, what if, what if you didn't? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, your own? <laughs> You're talking about the ones on your chest, not your wife's. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, but both, I guess. <laughs> oh, man, I love you, Noel. <laughs> you know how expensive okay. the KBS is? Yeah, I do, but how often do you get a chance to squeeze Scarlett Johansson's tit? Apparently once, and I passed it up. Oh, man, you are been married far too long. <laughs> that could be true. Again, I love you, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Pete, you got, a, you got a good news, bad news? Oh, man, I have so many. Okay, so these are kind of rehashing, but I, wanna, I want Noel's take on this. The good news is you can make yourself completely sober at a moment's notice. The bad news is it only lasts for 10 minutes. And then you have explosive acidic diarrhea, and then you are drunk again. <laughs> what would be the best place to use this at? You have inherited this ability. You can use it whenever. You know the results of it. Uh, if I ever uh, got pulled over after uh, while being drunk. <laughs> yeah. But, but it, see, it's 10 minutes. You have 10 minutes to get out of that. Yeah, I can like, get out usually, of that. If I become sober, then I can get out of a speeding ticket or whatever in 10 minutes. And also the fact that you shit your pants. I mean, think about it. Well, well, granted, yes, that is where I would think that I would I would use that as getting out of like a, a DUI. But at the same time, you have to immediately become sober and get out of there within 10 minutes or you shit your pants and are drunk. Oh, that's fine. I'll worry about that later. So wait, maybe this is <laughs> – <laughs> that's later Noel's problem. <laughs> Hey man, it's not. I could probably come up with a better scenario, but uh, you didn't give me a lot of time to prepare. So that's my yeah, that's my final answer. That's, that's fair. That's okay. That's what we're going for. We're not we're not berating you for the answer. We're just well, we are, but we're just rehashing it with you. For the sake I was about to say, I'm totally gonna berate him for his answer. I want to get some weird <laughs> fucking answers out of this shit. I'll just jump and do another one. the The good news is you have access and rights to any and all beer recipes. So if you want to, like, brew a Budweiser to the consistency that they have it, you have the rights to just take that. But every recipe you have, like, every recipe you obtain, you have to jam a bottle up your ass to get. What beers would you take from that? Um, I would take no beers. You, you just—you're not into shoving bottles up, up your ass. Opportunity all the other. I don't want any bottles up my butt. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I don't—I don't see like who was the first guy who was like, you know what? There's like six beers that I want recipe, and you know, six is my max butt limit. That's <laughs> why you think they came up with six packs. Who's like, like, yeah, I'll take six bottles of beer up my butt. <laughs> that's how six packs came out. Like, well, that's, you that's don't, they could fit. You don't have to jam them all up there. Just <laughs> Not like, at once. If at any point you're like, I want a perfect clone of this, I want to win a competition, or I want to make a million dollars and have all the rights to Budweiser. Actually, it's more like several billion dollars. But regardless, anytime that you want to do that and have the rights to a beer and have the exact process that you need to create it, 
you have to shovel beer bottle up your ass. Like if you wanted to be set for the rest of your life and get Budweiser, like the exact ingredients, the exact process down to, you know, a science, but you have to shove a beer bottle in your ass to get that when you do it. I know what he's going to say to this. <sighs> nope. Okay, fair enough. I actually thought you were going to say something way worse. Wait, is about... the cap on the bottle? Uh, does this make a difference to you? <laughs> no. Okay. Does it matter <laughs> which... Say no? Which, like, does, does no, it it's not It's not <laughs> on there. To, are you going to say yes in that case? <laughs> Then in, in that no, case, still no. Does okay. it does right. it matter which end goes first? Then I mean, what if we do the wide end first? Is Sam back on the line, or is he still? I don't I don't know what happened to Sam. You guys oh, can't hear me. Good. All right, keep him coming, Pete. All right, All right I'll keep firing him away. Okay. Okay. This is this is in a similar vein, but uh, the good news is. You have access to essentially any brewing ingredient that you want, despite its rarity, its price, its exotic, its exoticness, exoticness. Jesus Christ, that Great Lakes is catching up to me. The bad news is, is that you have to access said ingredients by eating funnel cake dog shit. That is dog shit, deep fried as funnel cake. So, how many funnel cakes do I have to get, like? Per a ten gallon batch of beer, one. How big is a funnel cake? Uh, I don't know. Like, I always see them at fairs, and they're always like a paper plate, and it's not the whole entirety of the paper plate. It's like half of it. I thought we determined it was gonna be like a half a pound of dog shit. No, that's too much. Half a pound of dog shit. Sure. I I hate to I hate to not be fun in this game, but I'm not gonna stick things up my butt or eat dog poo. Well. You know what? That's then as a choice. shock humorist, as a shock humorist, <laughs> I am very disappointed. Can I can I get my dogs to eat the dog shit funnel cake? Yeah, but then you have to eat the shit that they shit out after eating the dog shit funnel cake. Without funnel caking it. Yeah, it's just pure dog shit. You have to eat it like a Snickers bar at that point. Well, how, how bad does dog shit funnel cake taste? Eh, on a one to ten scale, nah, it's like on, five, on, on a one to pretty shitty scale. <laughs> <laughs> I would err on the side of shitty. <laughs> yeah. Are you uh, giving? Are you giving the one bite caveat? No. Okay. Never mind. I have to. I have to eat the whole cat poop. You eat all the cat poop to get the steak. <laughs> cat poop. Wait, what would you prefer, cat poop or dog poop? No, case? that was an anchorman joke. But... Okay. Thank you, Sam. I got you. you. <laughs> oh, I'll eat it. I'll eat it. No one answered my question, though. Would you rather eat dog shit or cat shit? Um, cat shit. Well, whose dog? Oh, your own. Because <laughs> the size of my dog's uh, shits are huge. Well, the thing is, though, with Oscar, he's probably eating his own poop most of the time. So, like that self. Feeding cycles got to wear it down so it's not so bad at one point, run it. You know, oddly enough, he doesn't eat his own shit. He just eats cats. Cats. <laughs> the dog is dumb as hell, but he doesn't eat his own dick. Or I was about to say, like, he doesn't eat his own dick. Glad he doesn't eat it. Well, that's that's. Um, I'm you, you, you Regardless, oh, I've seen so many dogs eat cat shit. What is it about cat shit that's so alluring? Like, maybe I would want to eat a cat shit funnel cake. Well, you're the cat person here. Why don't you uh, try that out and get back to us? Yeah. Okay. All right. Next episode. 
<laughs> Next episode, Pete eats some shit. You heard it here first, folks. Get ready. <laughs> you know, the most appealing part of it is is that it's like uh, uh, kitty litter encrusted. It's like, right, it's like eating one of those uh, like uh, Laffy Taffy nerd strings. Those are so good. But instead, it's cat shit and kitty litter. I was just thinking it's like that Chappelle's show skit where he's uh, Little John and his poops diamond encrusted because he eats diamonds. Yeah, that too. Well, uh, Pete, do we need to wrap this up? Because it's like yeah, five minutes I, too. I have to piss so bad, and I have to jump out of work all in five minutes. All right. Well, Noel, this has been an excellent call. I'm sorry I missed five minutes of it, but uh, it's good to have you on. And uh, we had technical difficulties, but I think this one's going to pull through. Dude, and I honestly had really bad latency to begin with. I don't know if like I was coming out of the or if you just didn't get any of it, but like my latency was crazy. I was in like ten thousand milliseconds in ten seconds. Anyway, I'm glad it worked out. Just wait. <laughs> At this point, no one's the No, I'm. Oh, sorry. Well, it was fun drinking with you, Noel. Thank you for playing along. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get together here soon. Yeah, that sounds good. You can find the BNL podcast on a whole lot of places like iTunes and other podcasting apps. And you can also find us directly on our website at beernloathing.com. That's just N, not and. And you can find us on all the social media outlets like Facebook. Twitter and Instagram, all beer and loathing. And also be sure to tune in to our YouTube channel, Tune In Get Drunk. Good times, lots of videos. Holla. Would you rather be able to fly or have a magical tap line that serves whatever beer you're currently craving? Well, I can only drink one beer at a time. And so then, like, after I finish that beer, I can have something else? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Hey guys, you still there? Perfectly acceptable answer. Unless unless I can fly to see Scarlett Johansson and grab her boob. No, you can't cross answers like that. That no. I don't allow it. Sam, are you muted? I might be. I, I think he just muted him. Muted himself. No, I uh, oh. actually got booted from the call somehow. Wait, there are two Sams on the call now. What is going on? Yeah, there's oh, that... live in a world with two Sams. <laughs> no, that is horrible. I'm going to go off myself. <laughs> <laughs> We're just done. We're done here. I've the game you. over, man. Goodbye. Goodbye. Apocalypse is now. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Unfortunately. All right, good. Anyways, carry on. Glad oh. We didn't kill ourselves, Noel. We were getting real close to that.